With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller Mayhem? It's time now. The Benny versus the Penny. It is Benny versus the Penny, week 13 in the NFL. Now, we are smack dab in the middle of this on the fifth hour with Ben Maller. We already had three games that were played on Thanksgiving. You had the Bears and the Lions, the Bills and the Cowboys, and the Saints and the Falcons. So rather than talk about those games, we have to look forward. We don't look back. We look forward. Now, we can look back to last weekend because when I do well, I like to look back. And this podcast, the keeper of the penny, is the annoying narcissist David Gascon, as he is with me. It doesn't say much on this podcast, but uh, Gascon, last week, how did we do against the spread, against the number, uh, where that separates the adults from the children. How did we do against the spread in week 12? You could also call me good-looking and charming. You can do that if you'd like. It's... If, I was bl- if I was blind uh, and deaf, I would say that. So, you yeah. finished 10-4 and four in week number 12 of the National Football League. No need to clap, Gascon. There's no need to clap there. 10-4. and four. That's a 7-14 winning percentage. Do we – uh, Hard we... it is to go – what? What? I was going to say, do we shine the, the penny in, in postseason football? Or will you, will you dip your toes into that? I know week 17 is a little cautious. Um, yeah, I, I usually don't do week 17 because, uh, it's horrible. There's only a couple <laughs> games where both teams are trying and I find it repulsive. So I, my advice is always not to bet on week 17. So I don't even know if we're going to do it for week 17. Okay. Uh, but, and the other thing is like, I usually just did Benny versus the Penny on the radio, but we could do it on a podcast. I just don't think we can do a standalone podcast with one or two games. You know what I'm saying? Wild card weekend, we could probably do it because there's four games on wild card weekend, but then it, it quickly, uh, you know, it whittles down pretty quick in the playoffs. Well, can so. we test your, your Benny versus the Penny medal and, and dip our toes into the bowl season of college football? Uh, we could do some of that. I, I'd be, I'd be open to that, but it has to be like, uh, you know, it's gotta be, I'm not doing the weed eater bowl or the Bahamas bowl. It's gotta be like, uh, I'll do a few of the big games, the, the granddaddy of them all, the Rose bowl and the, the BCS playing or they're called the BCS, the college football playoff setup and all that. Yeah, we could do that. I, I'll keep you away from any kind of Mac 
or Mountain West activity, uh, any kind of independence bowls or anything like that. So we can, we can do that because right now we have Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia as your one through four in the, uh, playoff rankings. So if they stay as is, it should be a nice uh, setup as we get ready towards, uh, yeah. New Year's Day. Well, I will show you my vast knowledge of college sports <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I will, uh, I will impress the masses. All right. Well, let's get to it. It is again week 13 in the NFL, the first game up for us. Now, before we give you the games, a disclaimer. Uh, this is for entertainment purposes only unless you win. Uh, then you must tip the dealer if you win. Uh, and also, this is designed to give you – we're giving you a lot of opinions on these games. So the, I always tell people who are new to the podcast, the, the Benny versus the Penny version, that what you really should do is wait and handicap the game yourself. And if I agree and you agree, you do your own homework. And if, if if our thoughts line up on that game, that's a game you should probably bet on. So that's that's how we should do this. We'll start out with Green Bay eight and three at New Jersey. They're playing the Giants. It's on Fox. You better watch. Are we doing the Dick Stockton game this week? Yes, but that is not the Dick Stockton game. Uh, no, it is not the Dick Stockton game. That is a Tom Brenneman, Chris Spielman game. And the Packers opened up a seven and a half point favorite. They're favored by six and a half. The forecast in the tri-state area calls for thunderstorms, 36 degrees at kickoff at MetLife Stadium in the swamplands of New Jersey. The pick is in. I'm taking the Giants in this game. Now, a couple of thoughts. A, Matt LaFleur, the coach at Green Bay, I believe he, on the sidelines, he did not have Green Bay Packer gear. He was wearing a hazmat suit last weekend watching the Packers melt down against the 49ers in that Sunday night game. That was a placement test game, and it appears Green Bay has to repeat the third grade. Now, obviously, this is a much easier opponent but Green Bay was not ready to play, and they were not ready to play in both games in California. And it, it's an odd thing with the Packers because they have this gaudy 8-3 and three record. Aaron Rodgers has 18 touchdowns and two interceptions. And yet, the eyeball test says he's leaving some money on the table. He's not playing as well as he could play. And... Just for example, Sam Darnold in particular, Sam Darnold's been a better quarterback on the road this season than Aaron Rodgers. So I thought that was, that was interesting. This odd game is a road game. You got the growing pains of Daniel Jones. Lately, Saquon Barkley has been a shell of what he had been because of injury, uh, but he's still playing. I'll give him credit for that. But, the, the main reason I like the Giants, despite all that, the public is on Green Bay. The professional gamblers, the the ones that are supposed to know and bet the most, they're on the side of the Giants. Now, Green Bay is overrated. Uh, the Giants are a bad team, but there's value here. Right? There's value. They're the home team. Packers have not played well on the road recently. And you're getting almost a touchdown, so you have the possibility of a backdoor cover in the fourth quarter, which is exactly what the Giants did against Chicago last week. So I am taking the Packers to win, but the Giants to cover. Packers 20, Giants 17. And the pennies go with the New York Giants. 
All right, so the penny piggybacking my work there, knowing that I am a great prognosticator. That's what we, more about age versus beauty. I think uh, since you're the elder statesman, the penny relies on you going first, and then she goes second. Yeah. I think the term for that is a copycat. That's a copycat. The penny's a copycat. Next up. Washington at Carolina. The Redskins are two and nine. Carolina's five and six. It's on CBS. This game, not a Fox game, even though it's two NFC teams. They've done that a few times this year. It's Greg Gumble and Trent Green at CBS. Now Carolina opened a nine point favorite. They are favored by ten. It's typical late November weather in the Carolinas. Light rain, temperatures in the mid-60s at kickoff at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. I am going to pick the Carolina Panthers in this game. Uh, I'm going to do it. Now, Dwayne Haskins has not only been a quarterback, he has been wretched. And I love the story last week that he was celebrated in some circles for getting his first win as an NFL quarterback. He was taking selfies with fans and all that. Haskins had, in that game against the Lions, 156 yards passing, no touchdowns and an interception. His passer rating was below 50. And yet the perception is, well, he's the winning quarterback. He must have played well. Uh, now they're even making excuses because he's been tremendously inaccurate, Dwayne Haskins, who was pretty accurate at The Ohio State University. And now some people around the Redskins are saying that he's got this phantom wrist injury. Uh, I'm skeptical. Uh, Washington simply cannot compete against an average or above-average team with this incompetent quarterback the way Haskins is playing. Now, I, I believe Haskins will eventually be pretty good. But he ain't pretty good right now. This is a non-starter. Plus, the Redskins' mission statement is to lose, to suck, and to blow. They can't be winning back-to-back games here. They can't. Now, the other thing, the only concern I have is Carolina, because Carolina, on my mind, uh, they are on fumes. They showed more fight against the Saints last week. But are they going to come out deflated and, and just go through the motions and play lethargic football? Because their season's pretty much over. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, now, Kyle Allen, he had sucked for several weeks. He, he was a puke, and he came out of the penalty box, and, and he played his first good game uh, in several weeks. He had three touchdowns in the bayou and, and did a solid job. And if if he plays anywhere close to that this week, Carolina wins this game by at least 21 points. Now, if the Panthers lose, Ron Rivera should be fired on the spot to lose to Dwayne Haskins at home. Panthers, 31. Redskins, 13. Penny has got the Carolina Panthers. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. All right, so we agree on that, kind of defeating the purpose of Benny versus the Penny, if it's a Xerox <laughs> copy every time. Next up, Santa Clara 10-1. and one. This is the game of the year in the NFL. Santa Clara 10-1, and one, Baltimore 9-2. and two. It's on Fox. So you better watch. Who's calling this game? Do you think it's a Dick Stockton game? No, I think this is a Kevin Burkhart game. That is correct. It is Kevin Burkhart ah. and Charles Davis have the call in the early television window. I'm, I'm guessing the NFL wishes they had moved this to prime time. <laughs> uh, they did not. It is, this would be a game you would expect to see in the late TV window at the very least, but it is an early 1 o'clock kickoff in Baltimore. The Ravens, prior to the Monday night game, were favored by 4.5. Baltimore is now favored by 6 points. In this game, you got a 10 and 1 team against the 9 and 2 team, and the 9 and 2 team is favored by almost a touchdown. The forecast at MNT Bank Stadium, the house that sports with Coleman built, rainy and 43 degrees at kickoff in Baltimore. The pick is in. I'm Panning for gold with the 49ers. I'm going to take the 49ers in this game. Now, first of all, this should be a slobber knocker. The Ravens are the darlings of the NFL. We all know that for their recent performance, and deservedly so. It's one of the great runs we've seen in NFL history. It is such a dominant run. It reminds me of the greatest show on turf of the old St. Louis Rams back in the day. But it's not like the 49ers have been chopped liver here in mincemeat. Uh, they've been turning teams into mincemeat all year. They're the real McCoy. So it's the number one defense for the 49ers against the most lethal dual-threat quarterback who's been clicking on all cylinders here in Lamar Jackson, who's got a ridiculous sizzle reel. So what happens? you got the unstoppable force meeting the immovable object. We're going to find out. I believe the 49ers are the right side here. Now, the second thing, the real pressure is on Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, and the Niners running game collectively, corroborative effort. They've got to come out in what figures to be soggy conditions in Baltimore, play with the lead. Right, come out early in the game. We saw this before with Cleveland. Baltimore's style of play lends itself to being a front runner. Right? Meaning that if they fall behind, that eliminates the dual threat. That puts the kibosh on the running game. They then have to scramble with throws to try and get back in the game, I, you know, people are overreacting a, a wee bit to the, the Monday night game because the Rams did not show up 
in that game. And the Ravens are the same team that lost to Cleveland at home. They're the same team that had to go to overtime against the Baltimore Ravens. So it's it's not like that this team is invincible. They're hot. Right now, if you believe in such things, uh, they lost one of their key offensive linemen. Their center's out for the year in the Rams game. The 49ers got George Kittle back. That's huge as he returned to Santa Clara's lineup. And at the time we are recording Benny versus the Penny, it sounds like Matt Breida and D. Ford, a couple of other key players, could be back. Either way, uh, you got a 10 and 1 team with a number one defense. And that great defensive line that should be able to bottleneck the running game and, and all that, getting over six points, you gotta be kidding me. I'm gonna take that every day of the week, uh, certainly gonna take that here. This is one of my better plays. The 49ers, not a fraud, they will square the circle. They will find the cheat code to Lamar Jackson. Niners 28, Ravens 27 in a classic. And the pennies got cheat sheet it is. San Francisco 49ers for the win. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Wait, wait, wait. So, so we've done three games here. So far, so good. All right. You, you should be happy about this. You finished 10 and 4 last week. You were gloating about your performance. You don't know how hard it is to go over 70% and win games. You need to win 55% to make any kind of profit in gambling, blah, 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 blah. You should be happy about the penny. Well, no, the, the, it, it, it's. This is not exciting here. People like when we disagree, but fine, whatever. I, fine, we agree. I'm right. Uh, as, as always, I'm right. All right, uh, next up. Now, this is another game. This is a game that – now, Lucas Oil Stadium is a dome. It's going to be cloudy and 41 degrees outside the dome in Indianapolis at kickoff of this game. The Colts are the pick. I'm going to take Indianapolis. Now, this is a game originally when I first looked at the game. I was leaning towards Tennessee, but the, I, I started crunching the numbers and I started looking at the uh, the different angles to this game, and and then I realized there's a dense fog advisory around the Titans, 
And so I'm going to be on the home team here, the Colts, and I'll tell you why. I don't trust Ryan Tannehill. Period. Hard stop, right? And, and Tannehill right now is playing above his skis. He's leading the NFL in yards per attempt. He's completing over 70% of his passes. This is the last quarterback to do it is Joe Montana. This is an out-of-body experience. However, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid yet for two reasons. Number one, I believe these are hollow numbers. Why? Because Ryan Tannehill has beaten up a bunch of lightweights. Hasn't done it against a, a, a good or above average team. The Colts are a much better test. They're a better team than anyone he's faced so far. And the, the, the second thing here is that if you look at the track record of, of the, the Dolphins' career of Ryan Tannehill before he got to Tennessee, and, and this tells you what has happened, doesn't tell you what's gonna happen, but Tannehill would have occasional games where he looked amazing, and it would give this false hope to the Miami fan, but we, we dubbed this thing, Gascon, the Tannehill two-step. You know what the Tannehill two-step is? This is similar to Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? You do something good, then you throw a bunch of INTs next game. Well, it's a dance move. It's you take one step forward and two steps back, and that's what Tannehill has done, right? He'll have a masterpiece, and then he'll come back, and he'll have a reversal of fortune. Now, sometimes he has a couple of masterpieces, and then he follows it up with three pieces of uh, of, of feces, uh, you know, just projectile vomit, uh, all that. So that's that's a concern. Secondly, uh, you know. It's not perfect. This bet's not perfect because Indy is still a mash unit. They, uh, the guys, the key players, several of them are out. The backups have done a pretty good job. But let's not go overboard here. They still don't have Marlon Mack. They don't, he's out. Eric Ebron's gone, the tight end. So it is up to the replacements here. They're going to have to run the ball because Jacoby Brissett struggles to throw the ball. But I like the Colts, as Dave Roberts would say, I like the Colts in this spot. Coming off a loss to the Texans, having extra time to prepare. Frank Reich is the better coach, so if it comes down to the fourth quarter close game, I'd rather have Frank Reich uh, in the game than Mike Rabel. And, and plus... The public is all over Ryan Tannehill. If he was a musician, they'd say he's Mozart. I don't believe he's Mozart. This is a a key game. I will go with the grit and the moxie of the Colts to muck up the game, to uh, muck it up, and they will win ugly yet again, but they will barely, by the skin on their chinny-chin-chin, cover the spread. Indianapolis 23 and the Tennessee Titans 20. Mm, the penny's going with the Tennessee Titans. It's the hair on your chinny-chin-chin, dummy. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Now, that is incorrect. That is you the hair of your chinny no, chin. No, chin. no, no, no. The, the whiskers. It's the whiskers. Hey, hey uh, stupid. The expression <laughs> works both ways. You can either use the skin on their chinny chin chin, or you can use hair on their chinny chin chin. If you Google it, you will see that I am correct and that you are just unevolved, you are uneducated, and you do not know the nuance of language the way I do. All I do is study language, right? That's all I do. I, you're out there on those dating sites is what you're doing. I'm, I'm studying language, okay? Oh, well, I can see that. It's uh, it's working quite well for you. Moving on as we press on. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, another win for me there. Uh, Philadelphia, 5-6 and six at Miami, 2-9. and nine. It's on Fox. Now, is this, is this game the Dick Stockton game? Uh, I was going between him and Kenny Albert in this one, so I'm going to say, yeah, it's Dick Stockton on this one. Well, David Gascon, congratulations. You have, you have just lost the Dick Stockton game. You did not win. It, it is Kenny Albert who has the call. Oh. You should have gone, gone behind curtain number one. That's a bad job by you, Gascon. Oh, what did he do to deserve this one? I, it's odd because normally Kenny Albert does uh, every Giants game or or if they occasionally get a Jets game. But, yeah, he's doing Dolphins-Eagles in uh, beautiful Miami. Now, Philly opened a 10. They actually opened a 7.5-point favorite. The line is all the way up to 10. It's going to be sunny, 80 degrees at kickoff at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami with a bunch of dudes from South Philly in the Delaware Valley who will infiltrate Miami. I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game, and I know that's against popular opinion. I'll be the contrarian here. couple of thoughts. At first glance, I agree that the Eagles should win this game in a cakewalk, but very few things have gone easy. Very few things have gone easy for the Birds. Their 2019 offense is field goal or punt. That's the offense of the Philadelphia Eagles this year. Carson Wentz has been an enigma. His numbers are not bad. But check this out, 22 games, last 22 games Carson Wentz has started, the Eagles have a losing record. They're 10-12 and 12 with Carson Wentz as their quarterback the last 22 games. The Eagles are lacking playmakers. They're lacking the wow factor. Carson Wentz, now they're making excuses saying he's got a mangled hand. These are not positives when you're talking about a double-digit point spread. Now, 
I'm not here advocating secondly for the Dolphins. They have so many issues. They need more than therapy. They probably need to be institutionalized, the Miami Dolphins. But, but this is more of a bet against Philly than it is a confidence play on Miami. And I like to look at the psychological part of gambling. The Eagles are coming off two high-profile games against the Patriots and the Seahawks, games in Philly, games they lost. And now, now they are playing the Dolphins, a team nobody gets up for. Plus, they have the distraction of South Beach and you're leaving Philly where it's you know, 40 degrees or 35 degrees. You're going to Miami where it's 80 degrees. Uh, so you have a chance, not a lot of opportunity, but uh, a night to get into some debauchery. But double-digit home dogs and being willing to bet on bad teams it has been a very good uh, formula to win some money over the years. The public almost always prefers road favorites. Instead, I like to go against the public, so I'm going to take Philly to win but to not cover. Eagles 24, Dolphins 20. You stubborn bastard. You'd never learn your lesson. Penny is picking the Eagles. Fly, fly, fly. Fly right into Weed Man's house there in South Florida. <laughs> wow. All right, next up, Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. It's on Fox. You better watch 4-7, and 4-7, seven, and seven, the records here. Who's calling this game? Is this? You've already lost the Dick Stockton game, but is this the Dick Stockton game? Yeah, I think this is it. That is correct. This is the Dick Stockton, Mark Flavors game. So you didn't win, but you came close to winning the Dick Stockton game. And uh, this game opened. How about this line? Did you see the line movement on this? I did. Jacksonville opened a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. They are now favored by one. One stinking point at TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville. It will be cloudy and 77 degrees at kickoff. Cloudy and 77 degrees. I'm taking Tampa Bay in this game, and, and I'll walk you through how I got to Tampa Bay. All right. A, this is the Sunshine Bowl. Whoever wins this game wins the bragging rights uh, for Florida because the Dolphins are worse than both these teams. Uh, now, I saw where Jags coach Doug Marone says that Nick Foles gives his team the best chance to win, so that's why he's starting Nick Foles. Let me, I'd like to translate that. Yes, Ken, I have a Dakota ring. Uh, what he left out, Doug Marone, was the end of that sentence. There should be a comma at the end of Nick Foles gives us the best chance to win. Comma, because we are paying him $50 million of guaranteed money, because that's really why Nick Foles is starting. If it was based on performance, he would not be the starting quarterback here. Uh, that's just the reality. Jacksonville's been outscored 75-30 to 30 since Nick Foles came back from injury to the starting lineup. Keep in mind, though, that doesn't sound that bad, I guess, being outscored by 45 points. 21 of those points came in garbage time. So with Nick Foles in competitive football, they've only gotten three field goals Jacksonville has. I cannot bet on the Jags until Nick Foles either improves or Minshew mania returns. Gardner Minshew comes back as the quarterback. Now, secondly, on the flip side, you've got Jameis Winston. Now, we talked about him on the radio show. He is a case study on being really good and really bad at the same time. Right? Is the glass half full? Is the glass half empty? He is on pace to throw for close to 5,000 yards, a gazillion touchdowns, 
And at the same time, he's leading the NFL in interceptions, and he's a turnover factory. So all those interceptions dismantle all the goodwill that the passing yards and the touchdowns provide, and it really harpoons the Buccaneers' chances of winning most of the time. They did beat Atlanta last week. The other factor is Tampa Bay's defense is atrocious, despite all that. Again, I want to quote Dave Roberts. I like the Bucks in this spot, but it's get more to bet against Nick Foles than it is to take uh, take advantage of of anything else. You've got to really go against the, the incompetent Nick Foles. I don't even think the Bucks defense is going to make him look good. Buccaneers thirty four, Jags twenty, and the Pains going the opposite way. Going with the Jaguars in this one. Going with uh, Jacksonville. All right, next up, the New York Jets at Cincinnati. It's on uh, CBS with Spiro Didis and Adam Archuleta. Now, the Jets opened a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They are still a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. It'll be partly sunny and 50 degrees at kickoff at Paul Brown Stadium. The 0-11 Bengals, the 4-7 and Jets. I am going to side with Mr. Owen 11 here. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bungals uh, in this game, and I'll tell you why. Right, now, I understand things have been rolling along for the big green machine there in all phases, by land, by air, by water. It is amazing what playing bad teams can do for your confidence. The Jets are the NFL's number one defense in yards per game the last three weeks. They're ahead of the 49ers. They're ahead of the Ravens. They're ahead of the Patriots. They're ahead of everybody. You toss in the fact that Sam Darnold is no longer dealing with mono. He's no longer seeing ghosts. I guess the Ghostbusters came in and figured all this out. And you see why the Jets fans are excited. The last three weeks against the Giants, Redskins, and Raiders, Sam Darnold has seven touchdowns and one interception. He's averaging over nine yards per attempt. That's great. But... The law of averages say he is due for a regression, even against the bad team. And the second thing, now, the Bengals are a total shit show. I am not going to sit here and, and say anything different. But if you look at what they did, they originally benched Andy Dalton. They brought in Ryan Finley. Now, Ryan Finley has been such a nebbish. He has been so incompetent. He's had such reckless disregard for his ability to play quarterback, that Cincinnati was forced to go back to the red rifle. This is dysfunction junction. What is your function is what it is. So it's rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. Uh, now, that said, this is a big opportunity. It's a brass ring situation for Dalton. He gets another opportunity. Think of this as a casting call, an open audition for Dalton. Really not for the Bengals because they're going to draft some quarterback with a number one pick. But for Dalton to get a job somewhere else, to get an opportunity to compete for a starting job if Phillip Rivers retires in in L.A. or or to go to Pittsburgh if Roethlisberger's out. The public is all over the Jets, and that has me running for the hills. The, The Bengals at least have a puncher's chance. They certainly have a shot with Andy Dalton to hang around. And the Jets, I still don't believe they should be favored by over a field goal against anyone. I like my home dogs. Arf, arf, arf. Jets 23, Bengals 21. That's a cover for Cincinnati. And for the one that got away, I will see the penny taking the New York Jets, Jets, Jets. 34 points in the last three victories, then. Keep rolling with that. 
Yeah, well, all good things come to an end. All good. You will learn that lesson, the front-running. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Cleveland five and six at Pittsburgh six and five. It's on CBS. Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts have the call. Now this game opened Pittsburgh by three. The Browns are favored by two. The weather calls for light rain, forty-six degrees at Heinz Field in beautiful Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers in this game. Uh, Mike Tomlin is is right now like a circus clown juggling quarterbacks. you got Mason Rudolph gone to the bench. Now Duck Hodges is taking over. I love the whole redneck backstory, the ridiculous name, the duck calling. Uh, but I- instead of chicken fingers, I guess he eats like raccoon stew or something like that. But uh, can can the guy play? I, I don't know. The, the jury is still out on whether or not he can play. The Steelers' offense is going to be dumbed down here. They have been, even with uh, out, they've been running a dumbed down offense for a couple weeks. But but they've been like the ox in the ditch. You know, they can't get out of it. You're in a ditch. You can't get out of it. This is a revenge spot for Pittsburgh against the team they traditionally beat, who they lost to just a couple weeks ago. And you have that cloud of bad blood hanging over. This particular game. The second thing, the Browns, they're still getting this sugar rush from feasting on all these cupcakes. Do they now choke on a little piece of banana cream pie on the road? The bookmaker knows the public is all over the Cleveland Browns, so they have to cover themselves and they have to you know, cover their losses. And they have the Browns favored by two. This is a five-point line disparity, meaning, again, Pittsburgh should be favored by three in this game. Instead, you're getting five points because the Browns are favored by two. Uh, I, I just don't agree with that, the the thinking that, that Cleveland's all in. I've bet on Cleveland several times. I've bet against Cleveland several times. Listen, uh, look at this. The Browns picked up five points, and all they did was play the Dolphins in between the last time they played the Steelers. And Miles Garrett ain't playing. He'll go be bashing people over the head somewhere else, but he ain't going to show up in Pittsburgh. Uh, So we don't even know if Duck Hodges is that bad. He could be fine. Uh, As I said, it's it's an open question. Uh, But just when you think Baker Mayfield has turned the corner, that's normally the time a trap door opens up and you fall into a pit of flames. So Cleveland should win the game, but they should not be favored. And Pittsburgh traditionally, even with bums at quarterbacks, has been a very good home team. Steelers 17, Browns 16. Penny gone with the Cleveland Browns and Bernie Kosar. Bernie Kozar. I think Ozzie Newsom's going to have a big game. I, I believe that. If you go down the list, uh, Webster Slaughter could be the key to that. What about Dante Stallworth? That's eh, more of a newer generation Brown player. Uh, just don't keep him out of the, the driver's seat. You'll be all right, right? Wow. All right. Wow. 30 days manslaughter. Nice. That's reasonable. All right. Uh, let's go to Oakland six and five at Kansas City seven and four. I noticed that we're not uh, we're not getting trivia this week. That's uh, that's a good job by you. Well, it's Thanksgiving week, and I just want to I want to expedite the process, Gascon. I know I know you you probably have something to do. You've got to go talk to some corporate muckety mucks or uh, do some stupid conference call. So we'll we'll just expedite the process. We'll get we'll get <laughs> trivial next week. Okay? Can we get trivial next week? <laughs> sure. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, Oakland six and five, Kansas City seven to four. It's on CBS with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Now the Chiefs open an eight and a half point favorite. They are favored by ten at Arrowhead. Cloudy and thirty eight degrees at kickoff at Arrowhead Stadium. I'm taking the Raiders in this game. Now I know public perception has shifted and people, whatever they see, they think is going to happen again, and the Raiders played like dog crap. They played like dog piss uh, against uh, the Jets in the blink of an eye. Right? The Raiders, if they had just squeaked out a win against the Jets, this would have set up the epic AFC West game of the year. Right? Underdog story of redemption, the football orphans, their last year in Oakland before they go to Vegas. But now, since they lost to the Jets, it's the same old Raiders. Now, I'm not going to tell you they didn't play like mongrels in that game. They actually did play like mongrels, not only in that game, but the game before which they squeaked out a win uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. They played like vermin in that game also. So there's a couple of dud performances by the Raiders here. Uh, They had no pulse in the game against the Jets. Now, this is a late game. It's not an early game. It's against a traditional division rival. But there is a saying in sports wager, and it's also said by football coaches, if you get caught in a trap game, which is clearly what happened. The, the Raiders were peeking ahead at Kansas City. If you get caught looking ahead in the peekaboo, then you've got to win the game you were looking ahead to. And even though this is not as sexy a matchup because the Raiders lost, if the Raiders win this game, they will still be tied with Kansas City, and you know, Oakland will be seven and five. Kansas City will be seven and five at the end of play on Sunday. So it's still a big game. Secondly, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I, I know some people love them because they had a bye week and they had the little siesta in Mexico against the Chargers. But Kansas City did not impress me in that game. They, they were fortunate to beat the lowly Chargers. And that is with Phillip Rivers throwing all those interceptions. Now, now that Lamar Jackson is the flavor of the month, Patrick Mahomes has to take a back seat in the pecking order of NFL quarterbacks. But he can certainly return some market share here if he has a big game against the Raiders and and treats them like silly puppy. Uh, I understand Kansas City is getting some guys back. The Chiefs should win this game big, but I happen to love double-digit dogs. And what do I always say? When you get over a touchdown in a divisional game, you don't ask questions. You take the points. The Raiders have to kick, knee, elbow, poke the Chiefs in the eye uh, to get that cover, that backdoor cover. I believe it will happen. Chiefs 34, Raiders 26. Penny, also in agreement with you, going with the Oakland Reddas. All right, next up on Penny versus the Penny, the L.A. Raiders. Actually, the L.A. Raiders. The L.A. Rams. Oh, boy, where'd that come from? L.A. Rams, <laughs> 6-5. There's a throwback to, like, the uh, 80s and early 90s. The L.A. Rams, 6-5 and five at the Arizona Cardinals, who are 3-7-1. and one. It's on Fox. And a man that's part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, a proud alumnus, Chris Myers, along with Daryl Moose Johnson, have the call. Now, the Rams opened a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They are favored by four in this game. The weather, it's going to be sunny, 59 degrees at kickoff at State Farm Stadium 
in Arizona. And I'm going to surprise you, Gascon. I, as an, as an act of charity, I am going to take the guy riding the short bus. Yes, I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. Now, now, for, don't, before you say I'm a prisoner of the moment, I, it's not just because the Rams got steamrolled by the Ravens on Monday night, unless it is just because the Rams got steamrolled by the Ravens on Monday night. You have the perfect storm working against Los Angeles. You've got the distraction of Thanksgiving weekend. You have them as a road favorite against a team they traditionally beat, an opponent that you do not get up for. You are coming off an emotional primetime loss where you were emasculated by Lamar Jackson, look like you should be playing Pop Warner football instead of the NFL. Uh, all of these things are working against the Rams from the psychology uh, psychology part of gambling. Sean McVay had no answers for Lamar Jackson. This is the kind of neutering that takes place the, the, and, and lingers. Uh, the Ravens have the Rams' balls on a shelf somewhere in Maryland right now. Uh, good luck getting back that back. The Rams are a more talented team. I believe they are a better team than the Cardinals. And all things being equal, they should absolutely win this game. But when you handicap a game, you got to look at all these other things. And all of that, every box is checked against the L.A. Rams. Right? They're, they're getting close to give-up mode. It looked like they gave up against the Ravens. Now, secondly, you are what your record says you are. The Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the NFL. So this is not a confidence play on Arizona. Kyler Murray, as we have pointed out, we're the only ones that do this because we're the grown-ups here. This guy's been a mama Luke. All right, his numbers are misleading. He's fattened up his stats in games the Cardinals were way behind. And and so, you know, he's not as good as his numbers indicate, even though his numbers aren't all that good. The Cardinals defensively are a football atrocity. They are second worst to the 0-11 Bengals. And yet, even with that, I still believe that Jared Goff will be flummoxed going against Arizona. The last three games, Goff has no touchdowns, five interceptions, and a passer rating below 60. There's no way on God's green earth that I am going to bet on the Rams until Jared Goff either gets benched, I'd rather bet on Blake Bortles, or he proves that he is not a fraud. Give me Alligator Arms Murray, the Oompa Loompa of the NFL, Cardinals 20, Rams 17. Penny likes the way you think and go with the up-and-coming Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, you love uh, you love Shorty. You, uh, you your favorite movie was Get Shorty, right? That was your uh, favorite. Movie? I I think you have vastly underestimated the power of Kyler Murray, even in his rookie campaign. So he will uh, he will not make you eat crow this weekend since you have taken him and the Arizona Cardinals, but uh, he will surprise you with year number two. Yes. You, you've always had a place for the pipsqueak. You like he, the guy's barely bigger than a garden gnome. Do you understand that? You're, you're Who real. cares? He can play. Uh, he has played. He's played great this season. Uh, he's played great. What? What is? I, I, I think he's played. I want you. I want you. Admirable football. Wait, 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 wait. You said the word great. You used the adjective great. I have. You, I did. I want you as a teacher. I, if I had had you as a teacher, Gascon, I would have been a. Uh, I would have several degrees. If I had had you as a professor. And instead you have how many? 
Well, I have zero, nada, zilch. Hey, uh, schmuck, schmuck. Uh, I have a degree from the street, streets of hard knocks. Alright, I have, I have won the hard knocks. You know, Marcus, uh, Mariota got benched. He had a higher passer rating than Kyler Murray has right now. Gardner Minshew also got benched. Guess what? Higher passer rating than Kyler Murray has right now. And according to David Gascon, who clearly shows Sympathy because Kyler Murray is a teeny weeny itty bitty little spider, uh, that you, you feel bad for him. And so as an act of charity, you're pulling for the guy who's small potatoes. He's got no offensive line. He's got absolutely no running game. He's got very few weapons on the outside and he has an atrocious defense. Yes, I actually think he's a pretty darn good quarterback in his rookie season despite all that working against him. Uh, yeah, right, absolutely. Right, so, so hold on, I'm going to play some music here. I'm, I'm, I've got the world's smallest violin. I'm going to play that for Kyler Murray, okay? Can I do that? Yes? You can. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, that's right. Uh, all right. Go choke on some ravioli. All right, uh, next up, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the L.A. Chargers 4-7 and seven at Denver 3-8. and eight. It's on CBS. Andrew Catalan and James Lofton have the call. The Chargers opened an underdog. Broncos were originally favored by 1.5, but now the Chargers are favored by 2.5. I don't understand this. Mostly sunny, 35 degrees at kickoff for... Your favorite NFL team, Gagon. You love the Broncos, who play it in Power Field at Mile High. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm riding with the horses this week. Now, to me, this is an even matchup. The Chargers are the NFL's 22nd ranked team. The Broncos are the 25th ranked team, according to Football Outsiders. So two even teams. I don't understand how the Bolts are favored in this game. Denver traditionally has been a tough place to play. Uh, is this all because Derwin James, the safety, is coming back to the Chargers? Are you telling me a safety? No, not not a quarterback. We're not talking about a quarterback. We're talking about a safety. That that is why the the Chargers are favored on the road. I don't get it. Now Philip Rivers, over the last four weeks, has not only been a quarterback, he has been the 31st ranked quarterback in a 32 quarterback league. He has been number four. He is aging before our eyes. He has continued to be reckless. Seven interceptions the past two games. He's also mixed in a couple of fumbles. He is as bad as any quarterback in the NFL right now. He's a hot mess. I've seen no evidence that he's going to turn this thing around. Everyone says, well, he'll be fine. Don't worry. He's never has three bad games in a row. Okay. All right. The Bolts' offensive line still blows. They still think uh, stink. And, and then you've got Vic Fangio, who's supposed to be a defensive wizard. He hasn't been so far. He's got his own quarterback conundrum. Now, I would love the Broncos. This would be one of my better plays if Drew Locke plays, because I think Drew Locke will be all right. He'll have some beginner's luck. He isn't likely to start this game, at least at the time we're doing the podcast, but could come off the bench. In relief, Brandon Allen is a limp noodle, is what he is, right? He needs a little blue pill. Uh, he's lethargic. Uh, he's just, he's a junior varsity level quarterback. He's not a starting quarterback. And uh, nevertheless, the value though is on the Broncos because interceptions create opportunity for an underdog. Denver will play a very conservative, close to the vest offense. Uh, we talk about that remedial game plan where you don't have a, a good quarterback. You just try to not make mistakes. 
And uh, so I, a lot of swing passes, bubble screens, uh, try to run, run early, run late, ground and pound, all that kind of football. So if you do that, you don't turn the ball over and you expect Rivers to have at least two interceptions. I'm taking the Broncos to win the game outright. Denver 24, the Chargers 23. Penny is going with the Broncos as well. No surprise. Yeah, you can't bet on the gunslinger. The aging gunslinger uh-huh. is not the way to go. Not a good winning formula, Gascon. Not at all. All right. Uh, next up, Sunday night football. New England 10-1 and at Houston 7-4 and on NBC uh, with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth. You know, Michaels, I, I know you saw this last night. Michaels did not call the NBC game on Thursday night because he's so old now he wants to enjoy Thanksgiving. So, and I think he's in his contract he only works one game a week. And so he couldn't do both that game on Thanksgiving and the Sunday night game. So he chose the Sunday night game in Houston. And Collinsworth also did not do the game on Thanksgiving. Well, I'm going to take... Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots here. The Patriots are a three-point favorite. They open four and a half, so a small road favorite. Clear and 60 degrees at kickoff in the Dome at NRG Stadium in Houston. Now, first of all, this is another chapter in the teacher versus the pupil matchup of Bill Belichick's coaching tree. Belichick against Bill O'Brien, a disciple of his, has, they've coached against each other five times. Belichick is five and zero. Oh. Now, some of those games the Texans were bad. Many of those games the Texans were pretty good, had nice records, like they do now, a seven and four record. In fact, Belichick, that five and zero oh record, is by far his best record against any former assistant. This is a gigantic coaching mismatch. In fact, Belichick. Against all of his former assistants, has he's coached 18 games against his former assistants. He's 9-9. Nine and nine. So that means, using Maller math, against anyone other than Bill O'Brien, who used to coach on Belichick's staff, he's 4-9. and nine. But against O'Brien, 5-0. and oh. The one monkey wrench for the Patriots is Tom Brady's tender elbow, which got extra treatment after the Cowboy game. But let's be honest here. I, we, we, we love Brady. But the Patriots also just try to win the turnover battle. They want to maintain offensive balance, but they also run a very safe offensive game plan, which requires Belichick or Brady rather to throw a lot of dump off and short passes, high percentage passes. And Brady's so smart, he rarely makes the wrong throw, so he doesn't turn the ball over. He covers for his offensive line. Those are all reasons to like the Patriots uh, in this particular game. Now, secondly. The Patriots are going to have to repeat the script from these recent games, right? They have to play a wonky, plodding style of offense. As we said, limit the mistakes, hold on to the ball, while the defense can create some turbulence uh, against Deshaun Watson. There is opportunity here against Deshaun Watson. It is a formula that has stood the test of time for Belichick against these high-flying, one-dimensional teams. Houston... They have to play at a frenetic pace in the passing game. They are a one-trick pony. They struggle to run the ball. If you're the defense, if you're the defensive coordinator, and you know that team struggles to run the ball, that sets up 
a hyper-aggressive defense, a, a chance to be a ball-hawking defense because you know you're going to be throwing a lot. The other team is that you can mix in some exotic blitzes and change it up and, and just mess with Deshaun Watson. Uh, so, yeah, I love the Patriots' defense in this game. And the only way to bet on the Patriots is to bet on the defense. Uh, the Texans... With this style of play, it's either boom or bust. I'm expecting a lot of mistakes. Patriots, 23. The Texans, 16. And the penny is going with the turbulence of the defense of the Patriots taking New England. All right, next up, Monday Night Football. This is the last game. We'll wrap up the... Turkey Week edition of Benny versus the Penny. Minnesota eight and three at Seattle nine and two. It's on ESPN with Joe Tessitore and Booger Booger McFarland. Uh, you're a big fan of this broadcast team, right? A lot, a lot of gravy on the Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, this is gravy on top of gravy on top of gravy. Yes, uh, yes it is. Uh, how many? Thanksgiving cliches will Joe Tessitore throw out uh, on the uh, the broadcast? We'll we'll find out. But uh, uh, the the line on this game, Seattle opened a three point favorite. They are favored by three. It'll be cloudy, forty degrees at kickoff at CenturyLink Field in Seattle. Remember, on the if you download the other podcast, the Maller Man March. <laughs> scheduled to take place in Seattle, so I have a special place in my heart for the people of Seattle, the Maller Militia men and women, the P1s that are holding this event on December 29th. Uh, more on that on the other podcast, but I, I'm sorry. i got to take the Vikings here. As a gambler, i got to take the Vikings. I'll tell you why. In the past, you would always bet against Kirk Cousins because he was jinxed in prime time games. Right? That was always the argument. The guy would be fine at 1 o'clock in the afternoon or noon, Midwestern time, uh, noon kickoffs, but, but against the better teams in the primetime games, he sucked. Well, Cousins is 2-0 and this season in night games. He put up an oil painting against the Cowboys in Dallas not that long ago. And the one weak spot Seattle has uh, to exploit here, and the one thing that concerns me about the Vikings is the Butterfingers. Cousins has eight fumbles. He's only been sacked 22 times. Ball security, that can lead to a, a big flip in what you handicap in a game. Now, secondly, Pete Carroll, check this out. Since he became the coach in Seattle back in 2010, almost a decade, there have only been three quarterbacks that have won multiple games on the road in Seattle. Only three. Carson Palmer, retired, Matty Ice of the Falcons, and Jared Goff, believe it or not. Kirk Cousins has already won a game in the Pacific Northwest back when he was with the Washington Redskins, I believe it was, in, uh, a couple of years ago in, in 2017. Uh, he can add his name to that. That rare list with a win here. The Seahawks have been playing Russian roulette all season. They have been winning by very thin margins here. They almost lost at home to the Bengals, Bucks, and Rams. It took a missed field goal by uh, the Rams kicker there, the uh, Legatron character for the Rams to lose. The Buccaneers, some crazy things happened for Tampa Bay to win that game. And the Seahawks were blown out by the Ravens and uh, and the Saints in Seattle. 
they've got issues. Despite their gaudy 9-2 and record, it has not been smooth sailing for the Seabirds. Uh, they have problems. They have problems in their secondary. They have problems on their offensive line. You add on that Mike Zimmer has been traditionally great when given extra time to prepare. That's what the Vikings have here. They were on vacation last week. It all adds up from a gambling standpoint to take the Vikings. Now, remember, I want the Seahawks to win this game. I hope I'm wrong because that makes the Maller man march, Maller stock, Maller palooza a much bigger deal uh, December 29th. But Vikings 33, Seahawks 30, your final. Penny looking at the magic number of three and going with the Minnesota Vikings. And uh, that is it. We put the baby to bed, Gascon. And uh, I want the people to know, two podcasts have dropped holiday weekend. The podcast machine does not stop showing you the grit, the determination that I have to come in and do this podcast. And I think the audio quality on this better than any other podcast we've done so far. I'd, I'd have to agree. Uh, part of that reason is because, uh, like a good lead, I have a, a voice that kind of masks uh, the deficiencies of your pipes in the old and rotten age that you live in. So um, I agree with you. It's well said. Yes. Uh, again, David Gascon proving he is the narcissist of <laughs> narcissist here on the show. Very superficial and whatnot there. And uh, I think well, in another life you were a prima donna, right? That's, that was your uh, the job before prima donna. I, I hope. I, I wish there was some kind of way to prove that. So it'd be nice to see what kind of money I had back in, in, a, in an alternate life. But uh, but yeah, right now I'm just living the American dream, dude. Which is. Uh, Holding the water for Ben Maller. Yeah. In life, there are good guys and villains. I'm the good guy. You're the villain. That's the way it is. Anyway, have a great weekend. We'll be back on the radio Sunday night into Monday, and we'll catch you next time. And thank you for supporting the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.